Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. I have exciting news. No, I did not change the theme song. This is just a special episode because it's with me and Jen, my sister, and that makes me happy. And it's the Babysitter's Club movie, and it's just a lot of happy all rolled into one. And if you needed that like I needed that, I hope that this finds you on the right day. Um, I am going for consistency, so please check back every Saturday, and it is my goal and my my hope, I don't want to say promise, to have a new episode out every Saturday. Uh, So please stay tuned. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of And What Did We Learn? Featuring my sister, the very famous Jen. Jen and I are diehard Babysitter Club fans. As you know, if you haven't heard it, um, we covered the entire first season of the Netflix series on this channel. You got to go back a little bit. Um, And now we're covering the motherfucking movie. Because we watched it when we were growing up. It came out in 1995. I was seven. You were 11. Um, And just recently rewatched it while she was visiting me and now I'm visiting her and you get to hear us talk about you hadn't seen it in a very long time yeah I don't think you were as into the movie as I was but mm-hmm. it was still it's still part of the lore so it makes me happy well I remember it being a big deal yeah it was it was like exciting because it was like so there was the tv show right yeah it was and, really bad and the TV show is terrible, but like the movie was like legit. It was like there's actually. It was a real movie. We went. To, yeah. I think we went to the theater to see it. Ooh, like I remember, I just have like a lot of sense memories with this song that that I was just playing. Yeah. That's why I played that song. That's what plays for like like a full three minutes. I kid you not. Um, of just titles of like the like the entire crew like not just the cast the entire casting crew <laughs> like down to the grip boy and then it's in the background there's like um phone call like they're like the little secretary's pad you know like the calendar that marianne i guess is writing all these things in and then this entire song plays and it's like that it's called girl Dash girlfriend. If anybody wants to find it out there, if you want to find it for free, it's on YouTube, but it's not great quality. <laughs> Do you want to pay for it? I think I saw that that you could get the CD soundtrack <laughs> for about four something on Amazon. So and also you can like buy a CD player. From exactly. We were literally just talking about this earlier today, but it was about tapes. But I did just recently purchase a tape player because I used to tape myself as a child singing and i don't know podcasting as a five-year-old anyway um so this film is obviously it's about the babysitter's club but the premise is that well once we get to it there's like there's two major plots that intertwine and there's a carnival there always has to be a carnival i feel like in these movies like in the 90s wasn't there always <laughs> a carnival like a uh, fair i guess a fair sure like big comes to mind um oh. uh what's that movie? carnival what's that movie called um with reese witherspoon the one the one where fear um uh, very different movies very different from this one but i just feel like it was a common 
tool in movies in the oh, 80s the and car- Oh, the carnival where she... Oh, okay. Where, yeah. I thought you meant, like, the Babysitter's Club, like, their whole, like, camp thing. No, 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 no. no camp literal, is not yeah. a carnival, no. It's very much... Yeah, it's it's kind of, like, big, where it's... Yeah. And they really, they really push that creepy angle really hard. Yeah. Because she's like, well, we'll get to it. But, um, so the A plot of this film is... There's Stacy. She's... Trying to look her age. Stacy is played by someone named Bra Blair. Who I guess she's on on TV now and on I forget which like drama. Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. I misspoke to Justine on my comments. Yeah, I was like, I don't think she. I thought she was thirteen. Okay, I wrote it all down, guys. Don't worry. Um, so Christy, played by Schuller Fisk. I did not know this. Oh, Skyler, really? Never knew that. Um, she's 22. In this like film, holy work. I did. Yes. I'm to... sorry. We're supposed to talk yeah. about what we're drinking. So, Let's in honor of Dwan, Dwan, played by Larissa Olenek, Olenek from Santa Clara County. Oh my god! Uh, she's a Cali girl, just like Dwan. Wow, she represents us. And she's only three so years old than Jen, and she was born in '81, so she was Dude, 14. She was Alex Mack. We already know who that. I think that might have been part of the excitement because we knew who that was. Absolutely. And we were like, and she was fourteen. She's she was real... like really. She's the youngest one. Well, besides oh, wow. Jesse, who was ten. Um, uh, Claudia Joe is her name. Was seventeen at the time. Mm-hmm. And Marianne, Rachel Lee Cook, God bless, was sixteen. Um, and bro, oh, sissy SpaceX daughter. That's yeah. who that I knew. I knew Skyler her from Fisk's, something. Yeah, Skylar Fisk. AKA she was twenty two. Yeah, I swear. I oh thought she just hells a That's bananas. Okay, but uh, anyway, sorry to get to my point. Um, one yeah. it was Jen's favorite growing up. Um, oh, yeah. She was like the mm. the vegetarian who ate healthy and was like from California. I was like really cool. Um, and so in honor of Dawn and her healthy eating, and I assume adult Dawn, wherever she is, would only want to drink if it were like, like a healthy, like vinegary cocktail. <laughs> so we got ourselves some, some hard kombucha. We got some strange beast up in here, hard kombucha, 7% more than beer, most beer, um, and natural and organic. And it's pink. And it's local, everybody. And it's pink. It's pink. Oh my god, it's pink, you guys, which is so cute. Babysitter's Club, right? Yeah, it's cute. Um, cheers. cheers. Um, it's gluten-free. Gluten-free. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Christy has the 22. She looks like a what? little boy. She looks like a small boy. Oh my god. I would, yeah. She's on the screen right now, and we're just like, the fuck? And so we were when we were watching this, we were freaking out. 22! We were, I, maybe I gotta fact check that again, but it was on IMDb. Okay, so we were watching this at, at my place originally, and um, we we were like, oh my god, Stacy's clearly 25. Yeah. <laughs> but Brad Blair is only 15. So it actually goes along with her storyline because she ends up with the storyline with this guy, Luca. Well, and, and also it was filmed a year before it came out. So, so she was like 14. Like 14 yeah. I know, um, but she definitely looks 25. Um, so Stacy's storyline in this is that she is, she goes to babysit for this kid who's fancy. And then they're like, oh, they're, her cousin's visiting from Switzerland. And Stacy thinks it's a little kid, of course. And then she's so embarrassed because it's not a little kid. It's a hot quote unquote, 17 year old. Um, 
this guy Luca is creepy. He's from he's German. That's not why he's creepy. Um, the actor's name is Christian Oliver. I looked him up. He's done a lot of like B list stuff. Yeah, mm. he's from Germany. Yes, so he has a slight accent. Like he is meant to be well, foreign. People in Switzerland, German. No, I, Some I looked it up. He's from Germany. Yeah, no, I'm saying it fits. Like oh, it okay. makes sense for him to oh, be yeah. German. It, it's, it sounds really boring. And I say creepy because of the character. I'm not saying the actor is creepy. Um, but anyway, he's 23 in this film. So it is weird because this girl's 14. <laughs> but it's like it mirrors the movie because he, like, for whatever reason, he assumes she's 16. Well, because she looks 25, he, he looks, assumes yeah. she's 16. And she kind of rolls with it, even though she's 13. This character is 13. Um, and then that blows up later. So anyway um meanwhile christy if you don't know christy's background she got daddy issues <laughs> for shirzies and she's also very young looking for her age i just can't I, she's yeah. so little i mean i know okay i've seen I like no i could met, possibly be 22. i've met 40 year olds who look 20 like i don't know yeah sissy spacek right. is a small woman Okay, maybe we need to. God, that was bugging me. I was like, I know something about Skylar Fisk, and I don't remember what it is. That way, I don't understand. It's uh, is it that uncommon? Okay, that's no, I'm not being a dick. I mean, is it from? Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, okay, guys, IMDb is a fucking liar. Yeah, she was not born in. God, we were never going to be able to move on from that. Yeah. Um, she was not born yeah. in 1973. She was born in 1982, which means that she is 13. She literally was 13. So she's the one that's actually 13 that I was referring to. Sorry, Justine. It's not Rachel Lee Cook. But Rachel Lee Cook was like probably 15 when this was filmed. So, And she still looks a little older than that. She looks like she's 20. She sure does. She looks she's so stylish. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's very stylish um, with her hair. Skylar Fisk is married to someone named Chapman Bullock. Who that? Okay, art director. Anyways, that's not interesting. Okay. <laughs> so I find Luca creepy. We'll get back to it. Um, so can we talk? Should we just talk a little bit about like the stereotypes of these girls and how, how they, they really nail you know, it in this film? You know what's interesting that I'm just noticing is like people in the mid 90s didn't have like blindingly white teeth if you you're right Watch them like you're right people weren't doing the that is such a distinct because like if that's just a lot of times it's just photoshopping or like mm. airbrushing like there's well, it's easy touch to, up i mean it's yeah it's pretty much easy to stain your bleach your teeth that too now. but you're 100 percent right it's a really good point something i never probably would have caught up on i'd just be like they look different i don't know they're just <laughs> different okay so anyway stacy's three things about her personality are that she loves shopping. <laughs> they all had three things. <laughs> she loves shopping. She's from New York. Mm -hmm. Don't ever forget it because she won't let you because it's literally all she talks about. Even though, guys, this town in Connecticut is probably like 45 minutes away from New York. Like, I'm so sure Stacy's the only one from New York. Like, all of these, yeah. it's a suburb. All of these families probably commute to New York every yeah. day for the goddamn yeah. job. Yeah. Um, and But her third thing I is... Mean, given how are. Seriously, seriously, Christy Mansion much. Yeah. So um, Stacy's third thing is that she has diabetes, but it's like a traumatic thing for her. It's type one, and the onset was right before she moved to Stony Brook, so when she was like 12, I guess. 
Um, and it was very embarrassing. There's different accounts based on what you watch, but like her friend Lane was like a giant cunt. Yeah. <laughs> way worse than that's, that's the word Anna Martin used. Well, honestly, she's really <laughs> mean. She's really awful. I like the in the text. It's it's quite bad because there's yeah. this book that's all like um, it's after that. It's written after the series, but it's like the Babysitters Club before or something like that. And it's a story. It's like a prequel. And so it it plays out all of what happened between Stacy and uh, that friend. I just said her name, Lane. Lane, and it's Lane is like a monster, a true monster. It's the opposite of female solidarity. Absolutely, she's like you're so of, weird. The you dark your side parents. of female friendship. Yeah, it's like sorry, I'm fucking sick and I could die if I don't like take care of this shit. the shit. So show was. Well. Also, yes, absolutely. Like, and Ellen the, those parents that were like, oh my god. Yeah, Ellen Burstyn is in this film. Out we have the film. film. Spoiler, Jen. You're not supposed to tell the audience. I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't care. We we have the film playing on silent just so we like can refresh our nogs. Um, and anyway, um, so anyways, so after she meets Luca, she's like, I don't tell him about my diabetes. He made me laugh at me. And it's like, Erling Claude, no, nah, I won't laugh at you. So anyway, um, and then right after that, Christy, you know, type A. Christy, who is, her things are, she likes softball. She has a big mixed family. And um, she has daddy issues. Because <laughs> her dad abandoned the family to live in Petaluma, California. According to the text, which is so hilarious because that's like random. a really random town in Marin County, or sorry, in Sonoma County that I live like. Jen and I go there all the time. So anyway, um, shout out to Petaluma. But the dad does not ever come back in this way in the books. He comes back only to say he's getting married and to only invite Christy and his adult children and just completely fuck over David Michael to his wedding to his new wife and it's like very hard for her but in this film there's a big storyline which one oh yeah he and also in this film he he spoiler he shows up and we'll find we'll get into it but he only talks to christy it's like what other three kids which is yeah it's so unintentionally like pedo creepy yeah it's like very logan Okay, so anyway, Christy um, has daddy issues because of abandonment, so that's going to be a big part of this film. But she's also very type A, and she's, of course, the creator of the Babysitter's Club, and she's a great babysitter. So she's like, hey, hey, gals, why don't we um, have a summer camp for kids this summer? Which I love this movie in large part as a kid because I just loved the shenanigans. Yeah. And I also loved the idea of like, yeah. what would I do if I yeah. ran a summer camp? Yeah. Like that's yeah. immediately where my mind went. Cut to now my job. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. I don't run camps, but I, you know, I work with kids and well, I have a camp. Yeah. I have a camp going now for summer and it's at the beach anyway. Um, but I work with my clients and do therapy there, but uh, we're, yeah, it's very hot. California's on fire. Well, Northern California, Bay Area, North Bay Area, and South Bay Area, and East Bay Area. All the Bay Areas are fucking hot. So, uh, yeah, so Jen just closed the shades. Now it's super romantic. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Grammar. 
Ram rate not, really not so good now. Sounds, it sounds funny. Look at Christie's pants. They're so Dude, huge. Like the Kobe Roberts. It's a K. Crushers with a K. So yeah. Jen and I saw some chick at saw a woman at um, Phil's Coffee today, and we got all excited because she had a shirt that said Crushers on it. And Jen was like, "Like Christie's Crushers," and uh, I was like, "Nah, it's a C." <laughs> Just said, like apparently there's a real team called the Crushers. I guess it had no other Nothing insignia else. on it. Yeah. So we would like to know if anyone out there knows. Um, but yeah, Christie has a softball team of kids called the Christie's Crushers with a K. Um, so anyway, summer camp, right? Um, they are like Babysitter's Club summer day camp, and they're charging obscenely low prices, clearly, because they end up making like no money. But um, <laughs> that's, that's, never what it's, that's never what it's about in the show. And I guess we have to talk about Koki. Yeah, she's um, killing this actress. Is I loved it. this she's actress. She's really trying. Because she, oh, shit, I didn't get her name. She um, was in a lot of like, she's yeah, like she's a side character actress in, in a lot of um, 90s shows. Who knows? Okay, we're going to just little, oh, sorry, you're going to hear some clicking. Koki. And for some reason, that name always was like, oh my God, her name's Koki. Koki, almost, Roberts. it's like Cookie, Koki Roberts. Down Look at you guys, it's Cookie Monster. <laughs> Cookie Monster. Cookie Roberts, but we need movie. No, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a journalist and best-selling, best-selling author. Um, okay, never mind. I don't, Cokie. it doesn't matter. Cookie Babysitters, Cookie Karaoke Club, movie. And we're going to get the actress, Marla Sokoloff. Mason. <laughs> Probably something you know of. Oh yeah, totally. I totally had that name. So Cokes is like the bully. She's like the cool girl bully. She's not a she's not the fake benevolent cool girl. She's like she's a mean girl. Marguerite Cokey. Oh yeah, Mason. Marguerite. Marianne, I got the most out. Oh, this is from the movie. Oh my god. Okay. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we need to look at the actress. Um Marla Schmackermacker. Um, so Marla, why? I don't know. There's nothing on this page. It's just the, what is this play? play, play. What? It's Such a bad last name, guys. <laughs> I feel like she was on like One Tree Hill or something. Marla. I know what Marla I'm a fan Marla. of. She looks pretty. She is pretty. Okay. She's born in 1980. So that means she's 15 or 14 as well when this is being filmed. And Dude, Where's My Car, Sugar and Spice, Whatever It Takes. Yeah, she was in, like, every 90s movie that wasn't a hit. <laughs> oh, she's in Fuller House, guys. She plays Gia. I don't watch that, but for those of you that do, um, yeah, she's been around. She's she was in Fosters. That's random. Um, she's done a – okay, she's done a lot. Boy Meets World, I knew it. I called it when we were watching it. And I was like, house. she was definitely in and step by step and full house. Okay. So she's like a, she was like a recurring character on full house. Third rock. Wow. She's on everything. Damn. Home improvement. Party of five. Uh, dude, she's, she got a lot of jobs. That's good for her. Seventh heaven. Well, she is great. She, like you were she's saying, really, she's a great actor. Yeah, she really pulls off this mean girl character, but you don't really trying. But you don't actually hate her because she's just kind of like because she's losing every time. So Literally she's sad. She's trying to foil. She's she's hot as balls, but she, like she likes Logan, and everybody knows Logan is Marianne's boyfriend. Logan loves Marianne. It's one of the books. 
Um, and so she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just flirt with your man right in front of your face because I know you're shy because that's one of your three things. And um, and I'm gonna invite Logan to Smashing Pumpkins concert, you guys, because it's 1995. That was a good reference. Uh, yeah, and he's he's like he doesn't say anything. He's just like, cool, cool. Like, Smashing Pumpkins cool. was, was definitely cool at that point, um, but they weren't like insanely heavy or dark yeah like cool rock yeah it's something that like fucking a cool girl like cookie would Mm -hmm. be into for sure these but not like (laughs) no no that's more um i don't know of all the babysitters club who do you think would see audio (laughs) really uh i could see dawn liking it randomly being like just like having no she's an indigo girls oh franco oh yeah um um, Dar Williams. Liz Fair. Yes, all the Liz Fair people. Liz Fair people. <laughs> Sorry, not Liz Fair people. Uh, I like his Lilith game. Fair. Lilith Fair. Oh, I like the game of what would these kids? What? Yeah, would who's they into what music to when they're teenagers? Christy, like, like one eighty two. Yeah, like very like poppy punk, but I feel like she'd like be into talk radio kind of. <laughs> way, like she'd listen to sports, you know. She would instead Dawn of would music. also listen to NPR. Dwan, pretty sure. Dwan's got her finger on the pulse. Yeah. Of Stacy would just be pure. Stacy like, would be Beyonce, like, I want to be Destiny's Child. Yeah, oh, Destiny's yeah. Child. If it were now, if it were now, it would be okay. Which mm-hmm. one would? Which one would be? Destiny's Child was wasn't that? Maybe that was the aughts. Yeah, it was ten. That was like five years after this. Yeah, okay. So yeah, conceivably yes, but. If it were now, who do you think would uh, be into K-pop? TLC. TLC. What who do you think would be into K-pop of all of them? Oh, I know Mallory. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who do you think becomes the stoner? Or um, maybe Dawn when she stops, she starts getting disillusioned about how people yeah. are fucking up the planet. When, she's, when she's, she needs some help, she's just like, like it's natural. Yeah, exactly. Like we all need some help from Mother I don't know. Earth. But I also kind of see Dawn as being like a strictly CBD person, whereas I could see That's true. Claudia, That's true. especially like, oh yeah, not not thirteen year old Claudia, but like if the girl who, if the girl who plays Claudia grows up on the show, I mean, oh god, we have to talk about Helen Gray. Yeah. Um, if the girl who plays Claudia on the current Netflix show is like the prototype. I would think she would grow up to like responsibly use weed, and then and like Marianne would be like Claudia. This and Claudia would be like it's legal. This Claudia would go to like Reed College or like what's a UC Santa Cruz or like what's an art school that she go to Philadelphia or whatever and smoke weed and do art school. Yeah, she'd go to Moore College of Art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, um, there you go. She might actually because they're close to or like NYU. Not, yeah, something. no, she'd definitely go to NYU. Yeah. She'd be at the what is it, the Tisch School of Arts? Tisch. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. We figured it out. We did it. Um, do you think Christy goes to college or just like becomes an entrepreneur? Like she designs an app. <laughs> she goes to. Uh, she maybe she'll have an athletic scholarship. Yeah, she probably wants to get a degree to like show show her dad, like to impress her dad. These kids are all college bound. I don't even think it's a choice for them. Their yeah. parents are like, no, and they're all rich. Yeah, exactly. This is very upper upper middle class. Yeah, even upper class. Yeah, Hello, well, he's living out of a van. Well, that's okay. So Christine's dad, creepy dad, shows up and he's like, 
hey christy it's been a about like six big. years he's like yeah he looks like a used car salesman yeah. he's fit. living in his van or he says he has a hotel but it's questionable his name's patrick um he approaches christy like a stranger asking for directions so he can lure someone into his van. <laughs> like it's exactly how he talks to her. It's so weird. And she's like, well, uh, what are you, what are you doing here? Or sorry. She's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I said I was coming. And she's like, you always say about that, but I don't blame her for being rooted out. It's fucking weird. Cause he ambushes her outside her house. He, he, he doesn't go up to the house with her. So already, you know, it's like something's weird. Like you should already be in the house waiting for me. You should have talked to my mom before this. Like, this should have been fucking set up. I don't know if we ever get the explanation why he doesn't. I think because he's a cat. Yes. I think because he's avoiding her mom because he owes back child support mm. and he like doesn't want to hear it from her and he doesn't want her to control his access. So that's probably why he only picks one kid, his favorite, I guess. Christie's his favorite. And she's old enough to keep a secret. But young enough to be really, really manipulated. Mm -hmm. So in the lore, she has two older brothers that aren't really addressed in this film. But Christie's mom is married to a man named Watson Brewer, who has two kids of his own, Karen and Andrew. And if you know the Little Sister series, that's Karen. She's a tutu. She's a tutu. And um, <laughs> it's a long story, guys. Look it up. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, and then he, they marry and they move into Watson's mansion. He's like fucking rich as fuck, but he's a nice guy. He works for like a Google type place, but it's not named, I think. It's all the kombucha. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, and her mother, Elizabeth, has Charlie, Sam, and then Christy. So Charlie and Sam are in high school. Oh, yeah. Christy's 13, and because they're always the same age. And then David Michael is like eight. Um, and this dad shows up and he's like, hey, I'm just probably going to get a job in the area. It's not weird at all. Let's get a pizza sometime. I'm going to go check into my hotel. And she's like, okay. And he's like, hey, by the way, just don't ever tell anyone I was here because that's normal. And that you means just read the subtitles. No. They're going in that voice. Oh, yeah. Because you <laughs> almost did. No, I actually wasn't. But, um, well, I just did it. I didn't. Um, I'm just actually I didn't see the subtitles say that he told her not to tell, so it might actually be later. But I'm assuming. Yeah. But because but why wouldn't she run right in and be like, "Mom, like Dad's here"? I think yeah. he must. I don't know. Did you see it? Okay. Plot yeah, hole. Did it. Plot hole. He waits till later, but I I don't know if it's implied. Maybe mom's not her. Or maybe like, she just knows. She just know. can sense it. It's like, she, or she wants to savor it. It's it's just for her. And she probably knows her her mom will get upset as well. Yeah. Subconsciously, she, she yeah. understands that. So maybe he doesn't have to ask, but then when he does, she takes it really seriously. So, okay, so Ellen Burson is in this movie. Yes. One of the, like, heavy hitters. She's the victim of this movie. <laughs> she's, she's one of the enemies, along with Koki. Except that she's not an enemy at all. She's a great person and, like, has every right to be annoyed by this loud-ass camp in the yard next to her. Like, she's there's an innocent bystander. Porta-potties and throw, like, donut. They, first, of all, who gives, her? first of all, who gives children a slingshot is what I want to yeah. know. Yeah, and they didn't even talk to her before they, they did. They did not. Up. They did not speak to the neighbors. It seems like According, kids are really responsible. It doesn't seem like they would just well, ignore the, that. At the very end... Or, um, she gets mad and she like threatens them and then Christy who wasn't there at the time is like we don't need a permit 
and I was like, okay, I guess Christy knew to check that. Um, but, but yeah, but you would, you would need, um, a per, a, like you would need a business license to do this. <laughs> I just feel like one of the babysitters would be like, we should probably talk to like Dawn cause it's her neighbor. Well, and then Dawn does this like halfway through the movie, but yeah, yeah they really should have had more foresight. But I guess they're kids and they make mistakes. They are. Eh, guess, whatever. What? That's no excuse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, I just want to say like, I don't, they have, okay. So if you, <laughs> if you've worked at a camp or if you've gone to camp, you're familiar that you like get you get you put in a, like usually a color group or a shape a group of shapes like you're all the heart kids you're all the star kids or you're all the red kids and the blue kids or you're the flamingos and you're the whatever the fuck you're the guppies you're the exactly blah, blah, blah. um and and they'll usually pin like a little um, badge to you or a sticker that's color coordinating or shape coordinating and for whatever reason in this film it's a it's a shit ton of oven mitts like yeah, big big clunky pot holders not that they made themselves just cotton pot holders that are printed from a manufacturer to say the babysitters club camp in different colors and they're so bulky it's so who made that choice like that's not a thing that was going on in the 90s it's like the babysitters don't want to take time to have to look for it they're like we want a giant yeah like well just put lights on their heads and then yeah that's what you need yeah um Anyway, so camp's going on and, and all is well for like 10 seconds, right? Oh, there's another ba- another plot about pancakes. <laughs> Gross. This girl's so weird. So, um, so fucking Patrick is like, um, don't come to the hotel. Bring your friend and let's, I'll cook out for you from my RV or his little camper van. And so they're in like, like wherever he's parked his van and it's like no one would pay for a camping site and a hotel that's not yeah. happening so but then later she calls the hotel and they say he just checked out but maybe they're like saying he must have checked out because he was never there i don't know mm. i maintain mm. if this is a real li- a real universe he's not staying in a hotel he's just no, a lying liar it's a lying liar it plays better if he's lying it, it makes more sense yeah yeah, way more sense. Oh, you don't want to come to a hotel. Let's enjoy the stars. Yeah. So he makes pancakes and like they do look weird. And he says mouse pancakes, and she's like mouse pancakes, but they look like sperms. They look like sperms. Sperm. Sperms. 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 No, I don't know. We're back on. It says recording. We are, but I'm concerned that it Hold wasn't on. before. guys um we had a glitch so let's just get back into it sperm pancakes i mean <laughs> i mean mouse pancakes um so this dad <laughs> makes sloppy pancakes and says oh they're mice i guess when christy's a child and now he's like oh look we're bonding i made you mouse pancakes and for whatever reason marianne is like doesn't trust them like i know that they're misshapen <laughs> she but she's like what is in this like she's like very She's a huge Karen in the scene, but it's kind of like, it's it's only so that we understand that Marianne's picking up on how weird this situation is, and Christy yeah. is Christy is refusing to dragging her into it. Yeah, and because you know, because she knows too deep down. 
and now they're camping and he's like don't tell your mom um and then she's like marianne i can't we can't tell anybody marianne's not cool with it um marianne's pretty damn pissed actually she's like pretty crank cranky but i don't blame her because it's weird it's an uncomfortable situation i would be so naturally all of complexion yes I would be so uncomfortable with this. I would be scared for my friend, but I would also be. Oh, that's the mom when she's young. That's the actor. Yeah. It's an actor and actress at the same time. The the one who plays Christy's mom is a really well-known actress. Yeah, she's married to Tony Schlub. Besides that, she was in Days of Heaven, which is like a legit amazing movie. So this movie has Ellen Burstyn and, um, God, I forgot her name. But she was in Days of Heaven, which is a Terrence Malick movie. It's amazing. <gasps> so there's like heavy hitters in this oh, movie. Sorry. So sorry to interrupt you. I did not clock this before. Okay. So I'm sorry. Uh, Marianne confronts Logan about like, why are you leading Koki on? And he's like, I didn't say yes. Well, you didn't say now, but then they make up and they kiss. Yeah, this is fucked up. Yeah. It's he's just fucked like, up. yeah, he's just gaslighting her. So. But I just realized they're setting up a puppet show and they say, who's ready for Punch and Judy? Because Punch and Judy is like a really fucking dark puppet show from long ago. It's referenced in in Gone Girl because it's so dark. She uses it as a symbol to to implicate her husband as being a wife beater because that's what um, Punch does to Judy, beats her up. It's like worse than the honeymooners. So... Anyway, um, sorry, I just, like, did not realize that before. Um, yeah, so Marianne and Koki go at it, and she's, like, they're trying There's to... Two heavy hitters. Yeah, they're doing, like, you know... Logan's, like, really into it. She, like, grabs mm-hmm. his arm, and he's, like, nice muscles. And he's, like, okay. He's definitely got a boner. He's all happy. Yeah. He's a little piece of shit. Okay, guys? Logan's, a, Logan's a garbage. Logan is garbage. Um, but anyways, they're trying to prank the ba- the BSC by like throwing a stink bomb, but then they didn't pull the pin, and then it backfires on them. <laughs> so yeah, that's an ongoing thing with the pranks, but it's not like really. A, there's like literally no consequence except at the end they try to foil some a big plan. But you know, it's very much like childhood prank move, like child like Richie Rich or whatever, or like these movies for children that are about like shenanigans. Um, and then, um, of course, Ellen Burstyn is a victim of all these shenanigans yeah. <laughs> and, and doesn't even call the cops. Like all she does is eventually yell at them and they're like, she's Whoa. not that mean. She's not, she's like, not mean at all. They, they, okay. Some children like yeah. rip, they don't just pick her flowers. They rip like what child would do this? They rip like the whole root. Like clearly <laughs> these, clearly these flowers were just bought from a store and that's why they each have their own dirt clod. <laughs> But the idea is that they ripped up, like, root and all, like, a huge, like, handful of root, all of her snapdragons, which is, yeah, like... Yeah, little kids would just decimate the stems and, like... Little kids would not do that. Rip it. And also, it's not the kid's fault that no one's fucking watching them. That's what I have to say about it. It's totally like, clearly the fault. Clearly the ratio here is... Well, it is the babysitter's fault that they're not being supervised, 100%. Because what if they weren't pulling weeds? What if they... Were like I don't know. No, like, that's what I'm saying. Knives. Yeah, oh, okay. It is their fault. Playing with their slingshot. What else did they give these children? <laughs> like yeah. crossbows. 
Um, so yeah, she fi Ellen Burstyn finally comes over and she's just like, I fucking hate kids. They're bugs. Um, and she's talking to Mal and Jesse who are 10 or like, I guess they're supposed to be like, yeah, 10, right? 10 or 11. 11. Jesse, Mal, like, I can't find anything about this actress online about her age or her as a person. Yeah. But Jesse is, was in other things as a kid. It's funny so. when you go through the IMDb and you see the pictures and some of them are still little kids. From, yeah. Yeah. Like they they've never been much. anything in anything, yeah. anything else. So this is where they're like, permit. Um, and Pokey has these two, like, dumbbell. Um, sidekicks, but they're actually kind of just like good people that are like, Cokie, why are we doing this? <laughs> um, and they like, and they like clearly like the Babysitter's Club, but Cokie's like, I'm just following cool. orders is not an excuse, though. Of course not. <laughs> no, for sure. Like peer like pressure. Hitler reference. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a reference to so many things? Yeah. Like at this point, you yeah. know, um, you know, if, if, if you're an accessory to murder, it's because you are in trouble for going along with something <laughs> like yes. you're not just just kidding no but it's a good point they're they are not you know they're not great but they aren't the ringleader so malin's like like oh my god all of a sudden out of nowhere look at this i found a greenhouse and it's a historical <laughs> landmark and somehow i got the city to say that if we clean it up they might let us use it for our office and it's like because for some reason in this movie, and this never happens in the books, they're like, maybe we shouldn't meet in Claude's office room anymore. We need an, our, like a separate office. I don't really, like, I don't understand why. No, it's the same. Claude's room is a sanctuary. It's totally There was ne like, never a reason for this. Space. It's like, they're like, we'll just have to find a phone. It's like, okay, yeah, I know that's the reason you meet in Claude's room, but also it's Claude. Like, her room has snacks, and it's uh, Yeah, did you notice the... I spent my whole childhood trying to be Claudia. Did okay. you notice the um, snack hidden inside the book at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. All, all of her... Box. I mean, this was... I modeled my childhood after this woman. Yeah. Um, and I say woman because Claudia, the, the woman playing Claudia is... Like... I wrote it down. Oh, she's not that old. She's 17. 17, yeah. She's almost a woman. Not yet. I'm not a girl. Whoa, this cat looks like a sphinx. So Jen lives yeah. in an area where there's, we live in, it, we're in the cat world now. Mm -hmm. So we are the pets. We are the visitors mm -hmm. in the cat world. The cats run this place. The cats have number us all. Um, and I'm not going to try and be the like, case at the end of the world. One can only hope. Mm -hmm. Um, and so these cats are, they're not jerks. They're just like, Hey, this is our turf. This is where we hang pretty much all are strays, but they all, they've been spayed because the neighborhood is like, kind of has a little committee, but there's this one guy that I don't know personally. Jen doesn't seem to know him well. He's a black cat. This guy? Yeah. Who's he comes it? around. I don't have a name for Cause there's like four black you cats. You should name him like, um, just R or something. Well, I named one of them Bagheera from Book. There you go. We just they just had their classic shot of the heads in the circle. Yeah, they did, which is like not the word like the least comfortable way to like talk if to you people. tried to how much time did it take to coordinate that no, shot? Like, like your body like bonking your head when you're laying down else's. when you're laying down, it's very hard to have any awareness of like how we your just, body is laying. We just did that earlier. We today. did, you guys on Instagram. We po I posted it. We did our babysitters club pose, and there was only two of us. 
And it was already, it was kind of like, oh, okay. It's yeah, like try eight. it with, like, eight people, and, like, you'll, some people end up with a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll, like, well, because, like, okay, so when I do the the medical massage by our our amazing friend, that I won't name on here, but she's amazing, and I love her, um, I yeah. never have any concept of where my body is on the table, and she'll be mm. like, whoa, you're cattywampus. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be diagonal, and it'll be like, what? I thought I was laying, like, normal. <laughs> mm. So Your just. proprioception. Yes, exactly. We have we don't have much proprioceptive skills when we're laying down because we're on a flat surface, so we can't orient ourselves the way that we can when we're standing. So um, Jen is. This is our profound insight about this movie. Jen's is. an occupational therapist, apparently. Yeah. Only time I know well, that. I just, like, I just like the brain. There you go. This well, brain shit. Right. <laughs> oh God. We haven't even gotten to it. And they okay. have a whole verse about proprioception. I love. Okay, so there, there's this part. Okay, so Stacy, it's not like the it's the rising action, but it's not the um, climax of this storyline yet. But Stacy's gonna go hiking with Luca. It's like so, so cool, hey, Stacy. It's really cool, like he's got uh, a cool beret that's like, gonna, like on a, Does he have a, a messenger? He has a messenger guy. cap on backwards. That's really so just the height of douchebaggery. And stupid. What are you a train conductor? Like, what are you wearing? You're a well, chef? Yeah, they're pretty bad. Looks like a flat by chef themselves, hat. and it's backwards. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like just hiking up straight up a hill, and but before that they're leaving, and Stacy's mom is like, "Hey, have you eaten?" And she's like, "I grabbed a muffin," which is clearly a lie. And her mom's like, "I would have like see like no, you didn't." And she's like, "Just leave me alone, mom. I can take care of myself, but I she like can't. Her. She can't because she refused to eat and made herself sick. If she's so responsible, why did she just have a goddamn snack? Is this an eating cuts from that scene to Christine making, making a, food yeah. that Stacy would need at this point. The exact thing a diabetic would oh, need. A peanut butter and banana yeah, sandwich. Yeah, it looks really yummy too. <laughs> like, and it's just hungry. Just oh, white sure. bread and oh my god, white know, bread. Fucking sugary peanut butter. The taste, yes, absolutely. So, um so much I don't know is does Stacy feel like she shouldn't eat in front of him like is that part of acting so she doesn't like that she has limitations so right she's just but she like, could have easily eaten a muffin before because he that's got there. like why do you have to do that that's why if I can't just go so like, she's just trying to be rebellious against her own fate why is there a tiny Asian baby because Christie's family adopted Emily Michelle remember they adopted a little oh Asian God, child. I did not remember that. I don't know why. No one needed. I mean, Emily Michelle's fine, but like it, it was a lot. Maybe I think it was just Anne's way of being like diversity adoption oh, is, yeah. is really popular these Constantly days. So, Jafar is definitely digging our vibe because Jafar's hanging out like right Ooh. behind this post here. Hi. Same as Jafar. Jafar. If it's a woman, still Jafar. Hashtag Jasmine. Jasmine. No. It's not the right vibe. I know. <laughs> it doesn't have the same vibe, you know what I mean? I'm not saying this cat's evil, it's just he has like, he's got sharp cheekbones. That's Tuxie. That's not Tuxie. What? Yeah, he's got a little white on his chin. Oh, okay, well Tuxie's really into our con- yeah, Tuxie. Oh, Tuxie, Tuxie knows his name. Yeah. Tuxie knows his name. Wow. Hey, baby. Hey right, guys, that's what, like I said, many cats. So, yep. Christy continues to hang out, whatever. I'm oh, so sorry. Stacy like collapses. She doesn't pass out, but That's she just like, enemy collapses. In this movie. It's Stacy's diabetes. It's yeah. Alan Burstyn, uh, the dad, is one of the enemies. Um, 
Well, since Stacy's diabetes, Koki. Koki. There's four enemies. There. Um, the the committee. sources of narrative tension. No, the committee like um that has to approve the greenhouse. Yeah, they come in pretty late. But by the way, Christy's dad is very physically inappropriate with her, and now that she's thirteen, he's he's he like grabs her and carries her around and spanks her butt happily after they like play softball like she's five. And he also bought her. Fisk had to go to therapy after. Seriously, (laughs) she's like this weird actor spanked my butt mom. Um, And Sissy's basically is like that's part of that babe. So they're like they do various activities, you know, together. Right now on screen, we can see that they are. They did the softball thing, and now they're eating the sandwiches that she made on like some dock. You know, it's like it's Norman Rockwell like esque. And he's just being stupid and like dad stupid, you know, like whatever, like boobs, silly jokes. Uh, but she's just like, I missed you. I'm glad you're back. And he's like, sure, you know, but he's really ambivalent because. So you're reading the subtitles again. <laughs> Did it ever occur to you that it's a tactic for the show? Okay. Like reading notes? I just thought it was funny. Okay. Um, anyways. Uh, Everybody in the club is really irritated with uh, Christy because she hasn't been around much. So, um, you know, she wasn't there to deal with Ellen Burstyn. She wasn't there to deal with... I don't really feel like that much else has happened, but she's just not pulling her weight. And she's being sketchy, so they just have no idea what's going on. And, um, of course, Marianne knows what's going on, but she has, you know, remained silent um oh yeah yeah claudia gets really really mean (laughs) like really mad she's like she just like all of a sudden has a personality and is really mad um anyway so this is kind of like there's like a you know kind of the riff moment and then as it goes on marianne keeps saying to christy like you should just tell them like this is stupid. Your dad's like, wait, it definitely does. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, everything could be, here's our song again. Oh, no, no, no. Hey. So we get, um, anyway, like that eventually comes to a head of course. And they, yeah, not for another hour though. They start turning on Marianne. They're really pissed. Like that. Marianne won't tell them because Dawn's like, you're my father. <laughs> Dawn. I only, I only drink sure. <laughs> so we keep giving Dawn, Voices that are the literal opposite of her character and where she's from geographically. So, Koki and her like peons are are aware that the Babysitters Club are retrofitting this greenhouse that we mentioned. Look at her cool <laughs> and um, so they're rehabbing this whole place, trying to make it look really nice so they can prove to the city that um, you know that they can take care of it and that they can use it as a space. Like, look, we've rehabilitated it and that all seems great and then um you know spoiler alert koki and her bandits like try to sabotage it by you know just trashing everything inside and then they tp it but then there's like a funny bit where they get stuck in the cement wet cement because apparently they instantly it instantly dries when they step in it um, she's wearing glasses like she's in, like and she's all that like when she's in her those glasses that Marianne has. I remember that tortoiseshell frame was yeah. popular at the time. Like it, it was very is. popular in they the nineties. It is, yeah. It it always 
it ha it fluctuates, you know, like it's always look it always looks good. It's just that it was more popular. Like the it one, has times the one's outfit, the denim top and the flowery pants mm -hmm. is like iconic in this movie. I feel like it's like this. It is. Of this movie, I, I feel right? Like, I feel like we. I definitely tried to emulate that. Yeah, we saw somebody today in fills with the like yeah. a sunflower print that we just spent daisies. the whole day watching people. And you're we like daisies are the emblem of this whole movie. It's like yes, the friendship flower, the daisy chain. It was they were denim daisy overalls. Yeah, they were yeah, fabulous, yeah, it was amazing. So I definitely oh I'm wearing like a vest right now. I'm like a little bit dawn right mm -hmm. now. Um, Mallory's wearing a fucking tie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they're wearing a full-sized paisley like men's tie. This is what I would have if I had no social skills or like awareness mom or style. Gave you a tie. No, I mean, like, she's like the lit nerd who's a writer. 100%, and, yeah. And, and, like, but she likes horse models. On yeah, that's right. She likes fantasy. Well, I know you like fantasy, but you don't write fantasy. Well, do you? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, I didn't hope that was, like, a side project. Her character's a, li a little bit odd. <laughs> Well, yeah, and like we said, they each have like three characteristics. There's the sunflower shirt. Yeah. Dawn is just like the the icon of this movie. So I love Larissa Olenek. The icon is born. Because, also because of 10 Things I Hate About 10 You. 10 Things I Hate About You, yes. also very much in my lexicon. Oh, um, God. So there's this part where like they're just, they're clearly short-staffed. Mal and Jesse are kind of working overtime and David Michael feels neglected. David Michael is Christy's younger brother and she has forgotten to pick him up because once again, she's with her dad. And so he has to walk home and like, he's really young and he has to walk through town. Like it's not cool. Um, but that's what leads to Christy. Like it kind of, yeah, it kind of leads up to everything coming to a head with Christy and the dad situation, but she doesn't confess yet. David Michael's looking around like he doesn't know, like, he's like, how do streets work again? Do I go in front of traffic? Um, but he, like, he's not hurt. But, you know, the, the point is that, you know, oh, Christy's such a dick because her dad, but it's not true because, like, her dad is dad manipulating her. In this kid's life. Dad is a nightmare. Yep. And also, David Michael is his child as well, but he's just like, eh. That's what I mean. It's like he doesn't yeah. even fucking know he doesn't even ask. anything about his child. He's like, oh, I had other kids. And also, oh. the plot line of him, like, trying to find a job as a stringer sports journalist, like, in 2021 that's gonna pay maybe you might even not make money for that like that's like no. nothing i know but he's like 45 <laughs> like, no i'm not defending it i'm saying yeah, exactly right i don't know that there ever was a job i think it's a facade i don't think so but the fact that it's some kind of plausible line is like yeah hey that's like a 22 year old job well this is back in the 90s when you could afford like I know. a multi-million dollar house I know. on a paper route yep so that's exactly what i mean fuck you know in 2021 um, it's laughable christy does dress like with like stripes and and plaid, and she we were talking shirts that I, I used to have. We were totally talking about how Jen had some shirts. She's wearing that striped shirt right now, I think, underneath yeah. that. Underneath that. So, like, obviously, this is filmed in '95, so all of the stuff is accurate. But she's like a not terrifying Lisa Rinna, <laughs> the mom, not um, Christy. Anyway, um, right. So it's gonna come to. That's why I made my not nightmare. <laughs> Mm. It's gonna because recent Lisa Rinna has just destroyed her face. Um, <sighs> you guys, you know who you would recognize her. 
Um, she's she was a famous soap actress for many many years. She's oh. married to um, what's his name? Shit, he's Veronica Mars. He plays the creepy guy in the first Logan's dad. Um, oh yeah, that's some collagen left there. Yeah, she looks like the Joker now. Um, she's all she's a real housewife now, even though she was like a huge celebrity before. But they do that now. Um. So Christy's feeling guilty and she was, oh, another thing she was supposed to do was help Claudia because Claudia needs to pass like a summer school math. And so she's like, I got a plan to make it up to Claudia. You know, she won't fail if we make up a song about the brain being important and they make up a song, but it's like, we don't really hear all the lyrics. We just hear very simple. I'll play a clip of it. Um, when it uh, when it comes on, actually, that's like the one thing that I think we should play. Okay. Um, and it's. Please just don't play clips of Alan Gray. I will. Oh God! Can we ears. talk about Alan Gray before we get oh, to the so brain song? So okay. In the books, Alan Gray is a pest, but he is not an idiot. He's not pathetic. And he's not a loser. Okay. He's annoying, but he's annoying in the way that thirteen-year-old boys are annoying. Yeah. He's probably pretty popular. It's just that he drives Christy crazy. Hi, text. Um, Tux is like, you got food? You got some food? Hook it up? Hook a brother up? Somebody's the one that feeds you, baby. Um, yeah, Jody is in a kimono right now. Sorry, Tuxie. <laughs> You're in a tux and she's in a kimono. Oh, no. Okay, so she's like, I can't, Sunny. And then, um, <laughs> and then so they're going to do this. this presentation, but I actually feel like this is a first attempt that I forgot about. Um, but anyway, sorry, I distracted myself. Um, oh wait, never mind. This is the scene. So I'm gonna pause it for a second. Yeah, Alan Gray is in this movie. He's like Woody from Toy Story crossed <laughs> with um, that kid from Mad Magazine. Like mm. he's just a dope. He's like, what? 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 He's goofy. Oh my God. He's like a human version yeah, of Goofy. Goofy. Like, but no, Goofy from Mickey. Yeah. But like, no, but like, go no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, you know how he's like the ear? No. Um, he is like, he's, the human, he's the human, he's a dog, I only drink sure. The one likes dogs. and sure. We're, we're drinking, I got some Charles Shaw. When I was getting it, Jen. Charles Shaw. Sure. And when I was getting it in the kitchen, Jen was like, I only drink sure. And it was the best thing ever, and now I'm going to say that forever. I feel like I wanted to say that to Val. She'd crack up. Because it's such a strong, like, Staten Island accent, and then it's Charles Shar and you Shar And you know she loves her. She's, like, French. She's, like, honorarily French, so she loves, like, real wine. <laughs> anyway, um, so Alan Gray's a nightmare, and then the movie, in a pathetic, like, love me, love me, love me way, and in the mo and he wears like suspenders mm -hmm. and like top hats or not top hats but like he's got the ballerina like wide rims yes like, they, have, they share clothes <laughs> I'm gonna try I'm gonna try really hard and remember to post a picture of just Alan Gray the actor because like with the freckles in the movie not yeah. the actor himself yeah I'm, the, the actor, actor is nothing wrong with he's him. yeah he's doing what he's supposed to do and listen he's really doing it I'll take Alan Gray over Logan Logan's a sleazo. Yeah, Fuck Lo Logan. Fuck this motherfucker. He wasn't in the book. In the book, he was, like, adorable. In the book, he was, like, diehard Marianne. Like, yeah. he wouldn't even look at another girl. No. 
But it's also, like, this actor cannot do the accent. No, he's like, hey, I'm Logan off Roll Louisiana. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get some tacos. But like, uh, I'm from the south. <laughs> tacos. My favorite thing to say in white girl voice is taco. <laughs> I almost choked. <laughs> Don't choke on your kombucha. Okay. Shot. Shot. Oh my god, shot. That actually kind of sounds like um, Maya. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, no. Oh, Maya. From, uh, from Pet Pussy. My favorite. Yeah. Um, so anyways, everybody, so in the, in the spirit of being honest, as Jen prefers, um, the line here leading into this clip is, that would make it impossible for her to fail. <laughs> so Christy has cooked up a plan. Do god damn it, don't talk to me, computer. Um, my computer's yelling at me because I don't know why. Sorry if you heard about it. I mean, if you heard it, if you heard about it on Twitter, everybody's talking about it. God, I'm not even, I'm not even like, like tipsy, I'm yeah, just like, just, just like stir crazy, like, because I'm with my sister. This is like when we used to take long ass car trips and nothing would happen, and I'd start laughing and you'd start laughing, and mom would be like, What's funny? She, I think she thought we were laughing at her or something. I don't know. Mom needs to be in control. Hi, mom. Um, we love you so much. Uh, so there's mom's picture right there. She's yeah. mom's high school senior high school photo. Mm-hmm. She's a freaking babe. Yeah, okay. Me too. Awesome. Me too. Um, so this clip, without further ado, is the performance slash song that Christy creates with the help of everyone, of course, the young kids and the club and Alan Gray, the goofadoof, who in this movie is in love with Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why it's so fun. Oh God. Okay. So they're gonna they're gonna help Claudia and guys. It's great because it totally works because it's so true to life. All right, here we go. We'll explain if nothing if something doesn't make sense. But this is their performance. Oh shit! I should probably unmute it, huh? Guys, it's on mute. <laughs> um, but also, fun thing about my fingers. Stop it! <laughs> it's just, just forget it, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Here you go. If you want to run, if you want to jump, you got to get your left and right ventricles to pump. Through the heart, the center of it all. Surprise. Yep. So at this point in, in the movie, Jen and I were just like, and Kyler, we're like, all she's saying is that you'll die without a brain. <laughs> the whole text is just like, do you need a brain? Yes. Yeah, Claudia, we made a song saying, just fucking study. <laughs> Helped? 
Did it help? Okay, so I thank you for showing me something on your phone because it, it reminded me of the point I wanted to make. Since we are around talking about um, fucking Aaron Michael Metchik, a.k.a. the person who plays Alan Gray. So I want to let you know that, okay, Tom, I hope you remember this movie. And there's a fun crossover because this film starring Sissy Spacek, Oh, in 94. Wow. Wonder, wonder how Aaron got this job. <coughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, called Trading Mom. Do you remember this movie? Where they wish their mom away and they get to go to the mom <coughs> store and they pick oh up Oh my their god. Moms. It's very dark. A little bit. Okay, so I oh, loved sorry. this movie as a kid. Not because I wanted to get rid of my mom, but just because I liked the movie. Um, it's so dark. Can I? So he plays one of the kids. Anna Klopsky. She is. And so it's a pretty, like, to me, it's a big movie of my upbringing. Like, I watched this a lot. I used to rent it. I don't know. I was just into it. Now, I'd be, like, really concerned. The plot's hella dark, so I promise I won't read the whole thing. But just because I have to, like, let's just, I just want to say um, a little bit about this film. So these children... Are, have had it up to here with, I'm reading this from Wikipedia, with their nagging mother, a divorced, strict workaholic, Sissy Spacek, who rarely spends quality time with or even speaks to them, except to criticize or scold them ever since their father left. So, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They get in trouble at school and they go home and their mom grounds them, even though they say it's not their fault. And then their, like, their mystery elderly neighbor is like, sup? Um, I got a curse that you can make your mom disappear or a spell. You just like do this and they do. And the next day she's not there. And the principal shows up. He's like, where's your mother? And they're like, and so, um, the lady tells them, uh, Oh, here we go. Sorry. Um, I'm almost done. Mrs. Caver tells them that there's a place in town called the mommy market where practically any breed of mother imaginable can be found. Their policy, however, is that every customer receives three tokens, each of which is good for taking home one mother at a time. And they're all, they all count as one. There's also a daddy market, but a customer cannot go to each one as it would be a fiasco. I like how they put that in there as insurance. Like, don't ask about the daddy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and if said customer does not find a suitable mother before running out of tokens, the customer can never return. So basically, they try out three moms and they're all like fucked up. And then they're like, no, nah, fuck. And then they, they're going to to get put into foster care by the principal. It's like, so dark. And then they're like, well, what do we do? So they go back to the mommy mart, but there's no one there. But then they're like, maybe if we do the reverse and we think about happy times with mom. Um, and then, like, their mom just reappears and they bring her breakfast in bed. And she's like, sorry, I grounded you. I love you guys. And they're like, yay. <laughs> so fucking weird. Anyway, so Alan Gray played one of those kids. And Sissy Spacek played the mom, and Sissy Spacek is the real mom of Christy in this movie. Yeah. So, anyway, well, I'm saying it's all a conspiracy. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, that was our clip. Hope you enjoyed. So, after this, Claudia goes and takes this exam, and she's like, oh, fuck, I don't know anything. And then we see the material of the exam, so we, we realize, okay, there's actually more on it. So, maybe the song was longer. We just didn't see it. Uh, She's sitting there with all her lucky charms, and then she starts tapping her pencil. She's like, the bright, the bright center of the chain. The bright, the bright 
And she's like speaking out loud while she does the test. Like, I feel like that'd be a problem. But anyway, uh, so they're just like, how did you do your test? I don't want to know. Um, and then, uh, like, spoiler alert, she gets a B. Yeah, Ooh. B minus. B minus. After all that. After all that. Passes. Well, I mean, she wasn't going to be a scholar with one song. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to the part we're seeing now that Christy and Marianne are like having this conversation. Marianne's like, I'm Christy's fucking... wearing like 60 year old man pajamas. Yes. And, and on top and then just like shorts on the bottom. And um, Marianne's are baby boxers. <laughs> and then Marianne's like, listen, I fucking hate this. Please knock Is it Christy off. Is Christy trans? <laughs> Maybe. She could be. <laughs> Who? I mean, whom of the babysitters? I mean, she's just very butch, I guess. Wasn't there talk about her being lesbian because Anne was a lesbian? There was talk of her being a lesbian long before Anne was known right. to be gay. But yeah, right. definitely that and both. But Anne always states that she actually relates most to Marianne. But she, I'm sure she put, put part put, of herself yeah, in everybody. Yeah. I was like, this is how writing works. You put yourself in all the characters. <laughs> She's no, like, I sorry. went to Petaluma once. I'm going to write that in my book. It's fine. Honestly, whenever someone starts talking about behavior, it's not like I need to be right. I just want to be like, I know that. I know those things. Oh, my God. That's totally me. Yeah, I, know I know it. You're raising your hand right now. Like, yeah, I'm raising my hand like a fucking <laughs> psychopath. Oh, my God. I used to be like that in school. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I get it. So, um, Christy. I need to be validated. Hi. Christy has this instinct of telling her mom about the things with her dad. The plan of the... This I think this is all just the rest of this takes place in like one day. And the plan is that um, it's Christy's birthday. So there's going to be a surprise party for her. And she just, you know, as long as she shows up and she's like, oh, I'll meet you there. Like my dad's going to drive me. He's totally going to come. Guys, obviously he's not. Um, there's sorry. There's a child eating a chip with a bandaid on it, which is something one of my clients would do. Um, just like bandaid everything. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. Christy's at camp and, and it's great, but then we find out, okay, for her birthday, her dad's really going to come with her and then everyone will know what's been going on and no one will be mad anymore. This is in her head. Um, and then everything will be fine, right? And dad said, we'll meet at this creepy carnival. It's not called a creepy carnival, but it is. Um, we'll meet at this carnival and then we'll go to the party. And if, like, obviously she goes to the carnival and there's no... Like he's not there. She just hangs around for like until it closes, and then she gets locked in, and then she like busts out and she's walking home in the rain. And the whole babysitters club uh, is waiting for her at where they're supposed to have the party. I think it's Don's house. And what? what? And there's an ice cream cake, and it's melting. And then they're like, Marianne, can you just fucking tell us what's going on already? Like Jesus Christ, oh, make a choice. And Marianne's like, it's her dad. And then after she says it, it's like, Marianne, you should have told them a long time ago. Like, that's bad. That's like, she could have been kidnapped. Like, that's such a fucking real thing. If he had any responsibility in his blood, I'm sure he would have kidnapped her. But no. Um, so anyway, she's like talking. She she tries to talk to her dad, but he's no nowhere to be seen. And then they are driving down the road. They call they have to call Luca. Sorry, I didn't explain what happened with Luca yet. But they have to call Luca um, to come get them. And Luca's really mad because he had a, they, he took Stacy and Claude to New York. Oh my god! But not one. The two. Well, no, Stacy's the one from New York. 
The dawn is from New York. <laughs> She's been smoking for 50 years, but she looks great. A little bit. I don't know what's happening. She's very constipated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to poop. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a very strange diet because I can't eat anything. I don't know. Um, this Don is the best. If anyone listening to this, whoever's listening that doesn't know the baby search club is like, I heard Dawn is like really butch and like weird and she poops a lot. Just a lot and she smokes. Um, no. Dawn's really um, clean cut. So, right. So, uh, Christy you know, it tells it, or they already know, and they're, they're kind, and she's crying at her birthday party, she tells everybody what happened, they're like, Christy, it's not your fault, your dad's a douche, and then her mom basically says the same thing, and um, what happened with Luca, we should go back, is that he took Claudia and, um, not Dawn, but Stacy, or no, sorry, he took Stacy, and who took Claudia, to a teen club in, yeah, in Manhattan. <laughs> I know teen clubs were a thing, are a thing. Probably, probably more Why of a thing in the exactly 90s. Why do they have to be 16? I, I think just because, be like, admitted. you know how there's, like, movies and music that's, like, you know, you have to be, like, 16 to listen to it? It, it could be music. It could be just, like, um, parental consent thing. Like, you, you know how you can't work unless you're over 14? Like... I don't fucking know. I think well, I've never even heard of a teen this, club in the first place. I don't think is real. The only thing I've ever heard of is an eighteen and up. Yeah, right. So that I was... think this is sorry. You're right. This is bullshit. But um, and they're like, oh, no, no, show me your ID, device. She's like, oh, I forgot it. She's like, mm, here's her oh, ID see, right now. It's ironic because she thought he was gonna be a little kid when she first heard about him, and now I the problem is that she's too young. Oh my god, it's so deep. Thirteen, and he's just screaming out of the cab, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck you! Like, why should I ever listen hey, to you, I'm not bitch?" Like, he's awful. He's so mean. He's mean to the cab driver, and, and the cab driver's like, "Hey, my husband and I were engaged at thirteen. Uh, <laughs> it's a woman." And or then he's just like, he's nagging Stacy's being a dick, and he's like, "You're little girls, you pieces of shit." And they're and like, we never saw Stacy say she was sixteen. No. She just didn't say how old she was. But, like, I guess he's fine with the diabetes, so it's just... I'd, and he doesn't want to be a pedo. Like, I get it, even though he's only 17. But he's just being very, very insulting and overacting. Not just Way. being like, hey, that's not cool. I'm really not okay with that. Like, you misled me, and that's irresponsible. Yeah, but she didn't. Well, she didn't... She went to that club mm. pretending to be 16. Yeah. So at a certain point, yeah, she... It, maybe it's a white guy. But even so, it doesn't matter. He doesn't. She doesn't deserve how he treated her. He was no. such a toxic man. So they have to. And they did take a cab home. Like he didn't even take them home. Already in '95, there's He's like garbage. I mean, still in '95, there's kind of some toxic. Like the way the mom just accepts her ex-husband's behavior. She's like, that's just him. Oh gosh, it's I so feel toxic. Like everything. Yeah, it's still. It's bad. I do like her outfit. The best in that shirt. Yeah, she's pretty stylish. In the shades. She's stylish. She's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but then, like, they make she up eventually. She for reals. She does, and she's 17. No, 15. So, they, 
um, you know, whatever that happens. But then eventually when they go to rescue Christy, they get Luca to help them. And so my God, three and a half weeks. Oh, right. The more, um, this is the part where they <laughs> stole all the fucking flowers and then Dawn goes in to talk to, um, Poor child has been hit in the head. She's just saying nonsense, and they're just like, "Okay, yeah." Alligators <laughs> like to fly. Oh. My parents came from a bear. Well, she's like been it. like that, and also like they don't even get paid for her. They're like, "Thanks, needs- sister. Small. Don't. Can we get her for free?" <laughs> I know. Bad business. She has some kind of brain disorder, and they should really be. She paying attention. Is very attention seeking. I would imagine she probably has ADHD yeah, or. Okay. I don't know. This we, is, oh, this is the part with the mom. And- yeah, so Christy, after the fact, gets a letter from her dad that's like, hey, sorry, that was just like a really simple misunderstanding. Like, oh, he just goes after his dreams like you. Yeah, mom's, mom's like, what? don't worry, your dad's I great. I mean, I understand she's trying to not, like, shit talk the dad, but what the fuck? Like, but what if the dad is shit? Then you need to shit talk yeah, the dad. Otherwise, you're telling your kids <laughs> it's okay it, to be treated this at way. At least at one point, she's like, it's not your fault. Like, yeah. it's your dad's fault yeah you're not responsible you don't have to be the responsible she doesn't blame christy but she does give she does allow for that false hope to remain which is sad (laughs) she Um, kind of excuses him a little bit that part really pissed me off oh it's just who he is yeah that you know i always used to hate that aaron would say to me that's just my personality and i'd be like being mean isn't your isn't a personality you know, you don't get to say that. Sorry, I'm making couch noises like a ton. I'm so sorry, you guys. Like, yeah, there's probably... been a lot of couch noises because it's made out of. It's so hot, you guys. I just have to keep moving. Well, it's actually feeling good now, but it was hot. So whatever, Koki. You know that prank we talked about. That's when this happens after the letter arrives, and it's like shaving cream in the windows is what we're seeing right now. Um, but like they they fucking figure it out. Of course, they have a whole fucking camp of people who do what they say. So, and then um, everybody. Oh my god! Up. They're putting shaving cream on each other's faces. The Don't get it in your eyes. It's so painful. Oh god! Why? Soap. Um, and Koki's like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" They fixed it, and then the friends are like, "Wow, what great teamwork!" <laughs> they're like, "I wish we had a cool friend." I wish we were cool. They're not cool. We're cool. Anyway, um, and then their boots are stuck in the foot, which is silly. Like I wanted them to show here way. that they don't have shoes. They missed an opportunity. They sure fucking did. They sure fucking did. They sure fucking. They sure right in the Anyway, <laughs> so they fix it. Is she wearing what? Sorry, she's wearing pantyhose and like a church dress. She, she looks like she, I thought it was a French maid's outfit for a second. She's like, like, in case this doesn't work, I'll just seduce. It's weird. <laughs> um, so these really like pinched looking people are like well we love what you did but uh we can't actually give you yeah we can't give you you're a business you're not a club da 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 so you make money um but then they're like shit what do we do but because dawn went and made nicey nice with um burston they call uh she shows up and she's like right at the right moment and they're like oh no she hates us and then she's like actually motherfuckers these girls she knows the guy they're on first yeah terms. she's like these girls aren't um, making like a ton of money you psychopath like or any. she's like i feel like she has like dirt on this guy she's like i know yeah. who you cheated yeah, they with slept together or something or yeah you fucked me and you were married and yeah. you weren't even good at yeah, it and some adult shit i will tell people what is marianne doing she was like Marianne's got stuff going on. They made a profit of oh, it's hot. It's hot. $187. It's hot because they're in a greenhouse and she that's what happened to everybody. Herself. 
She was fanning her skirt. And it Especially really in weird. the summer in Connecticut, it's humid mm -hmm. already. And then in a greenhouse, it's meant to hold in humidity. Um, yeah. And so they're That's so... They give up. They're just like, oh, well, it's so hot. But then they get... Yeah, the committee's like, oh, fuck it. I just got to get out of here. Fine. They can have the space. But then Twister Rooney, they don't want the space. They decide it's actually better used as a greenhouse. Who would have thought? And then they give it to, to um, Ellen Burstyn. And they're like, look, you can garden here. Even though you already have a garden. And she's like, people up to her for that's exciting. Oh, and they have all these like Walmart plants for her. And I'm just like, girl, I think she probably wants to plant like her own shit. She, like, you know, like the stuff that has pesticides oh, in it. Yeah. Like just like bulk plants. And I know it's like a gesture and they do it and it looks pretty. But I'm just thinking like, she just told you that she grew her snapdragons from seed because she like wants to win prizes. I don't think she wants like daisies that are already blooming. Like it's just, it's different. But no, okay. Um, right. Oh, David Michael. Oh, it's going to hit Koki. No, not David Michael. Yeah. Koki gets hit out of the tree by a ball. I forgot. It's a very like, um, back to the future moment, you know, where, uh, Biff gets like in manure oh, and every, every movie. Manure. Um, yeah. And then her friends laugh at her cause they're great friends. And they yell, shit. <laughs> yeah. In back to the future, not oh, this movie. Oh, and then um, Alan Gray's like, Donnie, like you. And she's like, okay, we'll date. But then it's very <laughs> classic junior high because he tries to put his arm around her later. And she's like, no. She shrugs it off. She's like, hell not. Like, I'll be nice to you, but I'm not your girl. I'm like, I ain't your girl, you fucker. Anyways, she's like, I don't care that you know Sissy Spacek. And uh, what's her name for my girl? Anna Klumski. She's like, Klumski. I don't care. I'm Alex motherfucking Mac. And 10 things I hate about you is my name. I forgot. Um, Sarah. Um, pretty much it, you guys. They save the day. They give everything to Ellen Burstyn. Um, and then they just, like, go back to being the, a club. <laughs> Which is what they do. Bashed. I, I was... I watched this movie when I was younger. Like, I definitely had that whole fantasy of, like, the people in this movie are really cool for life. Like, they're set for life as far as, like, being 100%. That's how I awesome. feel about everybody in every movie. Especially kind of. this movie. Yeah, because it's and like they've got perfect careers. You look at their careers and, like, some of them are, like, they didn't even do acting anymore. Like, they just oh. went on and... Oh, show. the actors! I thought you meant no, the no, characters. no, no. The act, like I definitely was on the level of thinking about it as like the characters. The no, the actors. The actors. Oh, are, okay. The actors are the cool kids. I'm gonna watch a movie featuring. <laughs> oh, the cool sure, kids. the Gen X cool kids. I they mean. are because she was in Ten Things I Hate About You. That was a really cool movie. My friends loved it. The friend and Freddy then Prince she's all bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. of all. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> And it's just um, interesting how you have that illusion when you're a kid and starting to hit adolescence. It's like, oh, this yeah. is what I need to do to be Our whole set life, for life. Like, well, everybody else, like, yeah. self-esteem. Everybody else is a plan, I guess. If you do one. this, and then you're set for, for your life for self-esteem. <laughs> what is this song? And then, um, yeah, yeah the characters, I, I, I think I was too old at this point to really, I was 11, maybe not. 
It's too old to identify with 13 year olds when you're 11. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was just really I don't know. Over I just, it. I wasn't like super into babysitting. Like, you were probably more into like, wow, camp and making stuff. Sure. And I definitely. Was kind of more like, definitely. These kids are cool. I want to be cool. These kids are cool. It was, you know, it was that, it was that cool. moment where your, your favorite characters transition into um, real life. And so you're like, right. and they come, and it combines with like the cool actors. Yeah, it's it's almost like a proprietary thing too. You're like, but this is my book, and these are my stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now other people are into it. Yeah, it's yeah. The whole like. Um, yeah, it was. It was like that means people are getting it. Now. It was like oh. finally other people are seeing this whole thing that I love. Same thing with Radiohead in high school. I was like, finally, get it. I had anti hipster now. But then I went back on it because I was like, and then I went back on it because I was like, now I can't get tickets because they're too popular. Fuck you. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out like how to get the first thing and how to be cool. Because it is for me, totally. 100% only. Well, now and then. But I forgot about it. Now and then. That was a way better movie. That was a quality movie. That's a quality movie. This is like kind of. It's a high quality
spaghetti. Like that. Yeah. I'm kind of glad. I like that. Yeah. Oh, girl, can you see? Oh. 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 O